0: Hey everybody! This is Ricardo Blade Diaz, and this is Seth Crow, and this is our season one wrap up. Woo! We've been we, we, doing this show for a year. A it's impressive, year. bro.
1: This is this is a, a project we've done. We have done a project.
0: Yes, this has been a whole year. We started. Uh, let's see. When was our first episode? Our first episode was January. January 7th so yeah the first the first week of January was our first episode so we've been doing this a whole year now uh and we haven't missed a week other than in the first couple months we were doing every every bi-weekly show okay uh so other than that though we every schedule we haven't missed a scheduled episode at all this
1: year how many episodes do we have now? Like forty
0: six. I, I was just going to tell you, Seth. This is also our fiftieth episode. Fifty, nice. We hit the 50 today. Yes, okay. we've hit the fifty today. Okay. right at the last episode of the year is fifty. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. Um, however, this isn't our technically our fiftieth movie because we did a a Suspiria double feature. Okay. So technically, Home Alone was our fiftieth movie, but it's our fiftieth episode so gotcha. okay. so yes So this is our 50th episode uh for anybody who is has joined us kind of in the middle of this uh journey um you may not know how the show started um so you know i'm a, an aspiring screenwriter and actor and i'm really into craft conversations you know talking about h- how the the analytical of how stories are put together, almost like puzzle pieces and things like that. And uh, Seth is one of those people that I love to talk to that kind of stuff about because he also likes to deconstruct things. Uh, And so uh, originally I started the podcast as a craft podcast, a podcast where I would watch watch a movie and break it down into its parts and really get at like what makes the story work and like what's it about through the actual analytical pieces of it um and seth was just joining me as a guest for the first few episodes uh while i was getting things going and then about i would say maybe two two or three weeks in seth was like hey like do you want me just me just to like be like the co-host because he's like (laughs) because he's like i would i would want to (laughs) Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I absolutely would. I was afraid I was afraid to ask him cuz I didn't want to That's silly. I know. Well, you know, I just didn't want to feel like you know, I was putting a burden, you know, another burden on your plate or you know, an extra thing that you didn't really want to do, you know?
1: I had nothing going on, bro Still don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so Seth's joined as a permanent as a permanent co-host. Uh and then Seth is also uh the person that inspired the current iteration of the show because as you may know if you are a listener now it's not a as much of a craft podcast as it would have been before it's a much more introspective podcast so Seth would you like to give some perspective on the the new direction that the show has taken well throughout I the think process?
1: I don't even think it was a new direction I think it was just the natural direction mm-hmm. uh just as we were talking we would inevitably um end up talking about our own lives you know Mm -hmm. and just like like and and to me like i i felt like that was what was important Mm -hmm. you know um because there's so many movie pod like there's more movie podcasts out there than any other podcast right Mm -hmm. so if we're gonna make something we might as well make something that has a a unique you know a unique point of view Mm -hmm. and uh and i felt like if this is what we're doing anyway this is what we should highlight so Mm -hmm. uh it just it felt natural it felt like and then even the name you Mm -hmm. know like what's it about like transcends film you know it's it's what is it about Mm -hmm. i had a really cool moment happen i was describing uh what we do but i hadn't um so i had a friend was interested in the podcast. Was describing the podcast to them. Did not mention the name. And right at the end of the conversation, she goes, "What's it about?" And I go, "Well, that's <laughs> the name of the podcast," <laughs> which was a really cool moment. It was like mm-hmm. it was very cool.
0: Exactly, and and you're right. It 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 was so interesting because, truthfully, you know the universe works in mysterious ways, and we've talked about this throughout throughout this year. It's been like a theme of like the how the universe kind of tends to. Do things in a in a way that like it's like oh what you need but not what you you think you need or what you want and and all this stuff and or you
1: get what you want and you didn't need it
0: mm-hmm. or or you don't want it anymore <laughs> yeah and and so for me one thing that like I, I need to work on in general is this ability to open up be vulnerable communicate about how I feel and what's going on with me and so like weirdly enough I was approaching this podcast in a very analytical non-emotional way uh and it turned into almost the place where i expressed myself the most genuinely and honestly um so it's like you know one of those things of like wow this thing that that i didn't even plan on it becoming this what it is is the thing that i probably needed as a human being the most
1: hey you know you know yeah trickle down psychology. That's, that's what exactly we're, that's what we're doing. Here. Exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's and so now that's where we're at. You know, fifty movies, fifty episodes later. Uh, I think we're starting to hit our stride. We, I think we have a much better flow when we talk about these things. Um, I think we we are starting to have more fun in our conversations and just kind of letting them go wherever they want to go without much of a plan. Like I, I honestly don't even take notes on the movies anymore unless it's something I really want to mention. Yeah. Otherwise I, th- I just let the movie hit me in whatever way it does. And, and then just bring whatever's loaded there. Cause it's like, I'll remember the movie. If there's something I need to look up, I can look it
1: up, but like, I'll remember the movie. Just, I won't forget anything. I, I like to write down specific lines in films. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So if something really, really important Then the yeah, Like I'll, I'll write down little quotes and things like that too. Um, but especially
1: I, if they're like I was connected. doing
0: so many notes in the early like I was doing yeah, yeah, pages yeah. of notes and I'm not I'm hardly doing any now. Um so yeah, um it's been great. It's been an awesome, I think a great year. I've really enjoyed it. The show I think is really
1: coming into its own. Uh, our have, audience has gotten bigger. I'm very proud of this that we that we have done this. Um I think it's one of the like I think it's very unique. I think it's like it is if we could get people to 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 pick it up, I think it would take off. You know, like mm-hmm. I think it's really a cool concept. So, and I think we work well together. You know, of course, so yeah. uh, if if yeah, man, we just got to get we got to get it get our audience bigger. That's that's the goal for this year, right? Yeah, I think that's the, the goal. Audience. I agree. Grow the audience.
0: I agree. You know, because uh, I as again as a, somebody who 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 writes and acts, I listen to a ton of craft podcasts you know podcasts yeah. about writing uh and things like that podcasts about movies and movie reviews and things like that and i i have to say you're right like this t- particular twist on film on movies it, it doesn't i haven't found another podcast that personalizes movies quite this much right um i mean we we talk about the movie, but we're not necessarily critiquing the movie. We're not saying whether the movie's good or bad, even though we we usually talk about how much we love the movie or how much we don't really like the movie. But like we're not we're not grading the movie. You know what I mean? Like most podcasts yeah. are. We're not reviewing the movie. We're we're internalizing the movie, and and then expressing what that what that was like for us. Yeah, uh, I think that's you're right. That's a completely different approach to a film podcast. Um, where it is way more self-reflective than which is I surprising
1: think because that's how we all watch movies.
0: And that's what I, that's what's so I think to give you so much credit. That's what's so so good about the concept is like that is ha- that's why most of those people have their movie podcast because they just love film so much. Or you know why a person becomes a writer is because they just love film and story so much, and it is so personal to them that they they had to make their own podcast to express their love for movies, but it comes out as talking about the movie and less so about themselves, yeah, which you know, you know people could say well who who cares about you know how you feel about a thing or a thing you know what I mean like why are you self so, so self important that like you care what people people think you feel about something and but
1: but that's all you have,
0: right. That's and that's what makes our ability to do the show different than anybody else's is that we we only can come at it through the way we feel and our feelings about things are are specific to us. Yeah. Um and I think again for me this show has really helped me open up and be more me more honest and genuine and vulnerable and just be able to express myself maybe you know more genuinely uh than than I used to. So for me it's been a very helpful and healthy exercise. And I think maybe other people that listen to the show could also hear that even you know as I do the show, me fighting through the urge to not say things, you know, yeah, uh, that that can maybe help other people feel more comfortable to open up and maybe use film as a way of like helping them explore the way they feel about things. Because sometimes I don't even realize why certain things hit me certain ways until I watch this movie and I really think like, what is it about this? It's causing me to feel like this. Yeah. You know? Um, And so, and I don't always find the answer, but, but it's like, it makes me aware that there's a thing deep down somewhere that's making me feel a certain way that I probably need to uncover in some way or another. So it's been a, it's been a good ride so far. Yeah, man. Season two.
1: Dude. And I gotta give, I gotta commend you. Like the production on this, like has been incredible. Like, Especially from like what, like listening from the beginning to where we are now, and like how you have put the podcast together and produced it. And it's just, it sounds so professional, which oh, is really, it, which is really cool to, to be like on it and be like, I didn't do that, but that's really cool. Like, mm-hmm. like you put, to know that you have crafted the podcast itself so professionally is like, I mean I'm very impressed. Like I'm just very impressed with how how you have done that. Um Thank you. I appreciate Cuz I could, that. I could never do that. Like that's just not my wheelhouse, you know? Like
0: Oh, thank I appreciate it. I mean, I I don't do too much. I don't do too much. I will say though, the one thing that probably takes the most time is me going going through having to listen through the whole episode and cut out how much you cough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's hilarious <laughs> but
0: it's really not that much but you know it was just like yeah. I'm like if I can in the mornings <laughs> I have
1: sinus drainage and you know <laughs> oh no there's one <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sinus, it's I all good sinus sinus
0: sinus. I don't blame you it's just funny because I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like I could leave it but if I have the time
1: yeah yeah I'll yeah. go
0: through it I'll just trim them out that's awesome <laughs> that's probably the most time consuming thing just cause I have to listen to the whole episode while I'm editing it. So it's like, it's long otherwise uh, it's fine. But, uh, yeah. So this is our 50th and we're wrapping up. We're, we're reflecting on our reflections today. So, uh, Seth, I wanted to give you some numbers here. Uh, these okay. are just is some data, uh, over the course of the whole year since we've been doing this show. So, uh, you know our numbers aren't big or anything like that, but I think they're really interesting for us. Uh, I I love that we get to. It. So right now we have, uh, overall all time about just under seven hundred listens for the okay. year, uh, which is uh, comes out to about nine listens per episode uh, and an audience size of about twelve unique people on a weekly basis. Okay, not bad considering, you know, like I said, the very minimal amount of advertising or anything like that we do for this show. Um, so those are, this the numbers here. Uh, and for, as far as genres go, what do you think is the most genres that we've done so far? Like what, in what category would you say is the, is the biggest number action action? Uh, so it's comedy and okay. loose comedy is loose. Cause I included like Swiss army man and pain and gain, which are like darker comedies. You know what I mean? Cause they yeah. don't really fit anywhere else. Um, but uh, 14 comedies, uh, and then dramas are next with nine, okay. and then action with seven. Okay. And then six horror, six children's, uh, two mystery, three fantasy, one sports, and one musical.
1: What's the second mystery?
0: Uh, It was um, uh, Murder on the Orient Express and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, where else does that go? I mean, it is a comedy – but it is – I would say like the big thing is like it's like – it is a, based on a mystery novel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah. So comedy – it makes sense. We're two we – both our backgrounds are in comedy. Uh, so it definitely makes sense that we uh, chose a lot of comedy. And again, a lot of these went into comedy that are like a little bit more like serial comedy. Like Big Chill is is a comedy, but it's, it's a little bit more serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, Things like yeah. that. So the comedy is so broad that yeah. it kind of scooped up a few extra things that maybe weren't comedy. But yeah, yes. those cool. are the numbers of genres and what about what do you think about decades? So what do you think is the most common decade that we chose? Uh the 90s. The 90s. Okay. So it's actually a two-way tie between the 90s and the 2010s. Oh, each with okay. 12 apiece which is 24, almost half of all the movies that
1: we've done this year,
0: uh, with, uh, oh, go ahead.
1: Wait, so are there genres of film, like, are there, like, are we missing a major genre? Um,
0: I mean, this is, like, the broad, again, this is the, these are the broader, uh, strokes of these, of these movies, so, like, Children's could, you know, that, that encompass like Georgia, the jungle and like Coco, even though technically those could probably be separated further, yeah. um, uh, and things like that. Uh, and same with fantasy, there's like, we had, uh, Lord of the Rings and, and, uh, big fish, which are both fantasies, but like one's like an urban, an urban Southern fantasy. And the other one is like straight, like, like old school fantasy, uh, like magical world type stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I would say we don't have a whole ton of rom-coms on there, but they are in the comedy genre. I wouldn't say we're, like, missing anything. We've got thrillers. We've got slashers. We've got, you know, uh, action – like, sci-fi. Sci-fi action. I mean, sci-fi would be the one that I think people might say we're missing. But, like, we have sci-fi. That's, like, The Matrix. That's, like, things like that. That's
1: just – We haven't done any, like, alien movies
0: no because you don't like alien movies I don't like
1: aliens so maybe we're going to have to like make me uh branch out
0: What 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 alien movie would you would well, you I've never
1: seen Alien
0: Right What is okay so what is it exactly about aliens that you don't like
1: I just I don't I don't believe in them Okay I don't in aliens Like I just like if, if you know if if aliens presented themselves to us I would be like okay but if but we have no evidence that there's any aliens okay
0: but what does that have to do with alien movies
1: so it's it's like
0: is there like baggage that you're like so many people tell you about how aliens are real so that when you see an
1: alien movie you're just like fuck this (laughs) kind of it's just also like i don't know i i liked star wars as a kid Mm -hmm. but that's the extent of it yeah but the thing about
0: star wars is, is like they look like people you know what i mean like, like, like most of them, like there are people yeah. that don't look like people, but like most of them look like people.
1: Yeah. And, I guess like it, it's kind of like, it's just like another action movie to me. Yeah. It yeah. It just falls into action and it's just like a monster action movie.
0: I was just gonna say, I think, I think if it would help you to think of aliens as, mo- as like creatures instead of aliens, right? Like, cause like you love yeah. like Lord of the Rings, you like Harry Potter, like they have creatures, you know, that aren't human that yeah. aren't real but you love those movies and so it's like okay if you can just think of aliens as like different creatures maybe
1: what it is is the fact that it's so grounded in reality but it's so outside of reality at the same time so yeah. it's like so it's like oh you can do anything you know like mm-hmm. but the but the people are still stuck as people you know okay so
0: so, like, so what you're saying is like in certain fantasy contexts there's magic right yeah, so like magic explains why these things exist yeah uh whereas in like a science fiction movie an alien movie it's like oh aliens are real just because of nature yeah and but people are still people and so like yeah. it just grounds it in the in like evolution and things like that like the science of like oh this just is the way it is because of physics
1: yeah but then it's just like but the aliens can do anything mm-hmm. and i don't know it's just like it's just like it's
0: well, you know, what? maybe that will make that a goal of the year is to find an alien movie that you've never. Play. I've
1: never seen Alien.
0: Well, so. there's there's some good ones. There's there is Alien and Aliens. Uh, one of them is more of a horror. One of them is more in action. There's also we could do things like um, I'm trying to think like Men in Black. Have you seen Men in Black?
1: I love uh, that. You know, that's the only Alien movie that I liked as a movies. kid. Awesome.
0: I love Men in Black. We might have to do Men in Blacks at some point. Uh, there's then there's like comedies like Paul. Have you ever seen Paul? No. Uh, it's uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and that uh, Seth Rogen plays the voice of the alien. Okay, pretty funny. Uh, it's All like right. a road trip. It's like a stoner road trip kind of movie. It's okay, with aliens, pretty fun. Uh, there's Attack the Block, which is like a Gremlins type movie with aliens. Okay, you know, there's there's I think we have to find the right alien yeah. genre for you. Like the mean... alien isn't a genre. It's like there's so many alien movies that like can exist. So yes. Well, th- that would be a goal for this year. Find something an alien movie. That's what I would say. People probably say sci-fi. We don't have a whole ton of sci-fi. Um, but, like, Matrix falls in sci-fi. I would say uh, Eternal Sunshine kind of falls in sci-fi. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, we, you know, you can say, like, Black Panther kind of falls in there a little bit. Yeah. Like, I would say, actually, that's probably the biggest <sighs> genre that we don't have is science
1: fiction. And that's, like, the broiest genre, if you think about it. Is- it.
0: It is the bro-iest genre.
1: That's the the iest of the broees. Um, so that's you know that's that says something that we're
0: well we've we and it's again the thing could 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 be considered sci-fi because it is an alien movie yeah um but it's all it's more I would say more horror horror than science fiction um because I would say a sci-fi movie needs to focus on the science a little bit more um then, I would say it is sci-fi it is sci it is it's a sci-fi horror. It yeah. is sci-fi. But as far as like the alien lands here on this planet and everything else is, is as it should be, other than the one thing. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I think that makes it almost like you could just say it's not an alien and say it's just some kind of other creature that that has lived on Earth. Yeah. And then it's not a sci fi movie anymore. then it's just a horror movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think sci fi needs to fully encompass science fiction, like to, to count, yeah, in my opinion. But I digress.
1: I, I think I think what it is is the movie most alien movies devolve into we got to kill the thing. Of course, and, yeah. And then it's just like it's just like I don't care at that point.
0: Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's a fair point. Science fiction is a lot about like us defeating our own mistakes kind of a thing. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh okay. Uh so yeah, that's our decade. So yeah, the 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 90s and the two th- uh, the 90s and the the 2000s Sorry, 90s and the 2010s is our most selected decade, uh, with the 80s and the uh, 2000s being the next, with each with nine. And then dragging way behind uh, is the 70s and the 2020s with four apiece. Huh. Interesting. Um, but, you know, I think that makes sense because those are the two poles. You know, 2020s is like there's only so many movies to pick from in that category because we're only – Now, two years through. Um, And then, obviously, the 70s are just, like, older movies that, like, me and you probably just aren't as familiar with. Well, it's Um, interesting
1: that it's the exact same number. Yeah, four and four? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is interesting. Uh, But, yeah, those are the numbers there. Oh, and we've had several guests on this year. We've had ten different guests join us this year. Nice. Um, And I'm going to list them off here because they've all helped make the show – what it is throughout the year so I want to give a big thank you to Ian Molden, Matthew Dwyer, Megan Branham, Justin Powell, Rhea Tire, Nate Nate Stevenson, Ruben Adorno, Ronnie Page, Dane Diamond and Sarah Fiddleholtz. Thank you all for coming on to our show and talking with us throughout the year and we definitely have already reached out to a few of you to get you on again Uh, and so that will be coming soon. So Seth who do you think has been on the show the most?
1: Sarah right?
0: Sarah. Sarah's been yeah, on three yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, Sarah joined us for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, A Goofy Movie, and The Seth Special. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it would be Dane, right? And then Dane. Dane was yeah. with us for Suspiria and for your special. And then everybody else has had one. But we've talked to several of our friends uh, who have already been on the show who want to come on again, who we want to come on again, as well as other friends who have not been on yet. So please keep an eye out for future episodes Uh, where we are going to have some more guests on. And
1: I think our guests, like, I think that speaks to most about the show is that every guest that I've had on always wants to come back. And it's like, it's not like me asking them to come back. They're like, Oh, I really like your show. I really want to be on your show. Uh Like, like like some people have been like hinting, they would like to be permanent fixtures on the show. No, uh, no No, Can you give me a hint? uh, I would have to like, I'm not going to say out loud, but I uh, I'll talk to you about it later. That'd be so. I mean,
0: I'd be interested if somebody else wanted to join. I mean, you know, we will not. We'll talk well, not? about it. We'll talk, yeah, about we'll, it. Talk about, we'll talk about it. Okay, that's so nice of everybody. Yes, and we are gonna be reaching out to those people. We like I said we've already reached out to several of them and said, hey, like think about what the next thing you want to do is because we want to have you on again. Uh, and then more friends who we haven't reached out to yet that we will we absolutely be reaching out to because. Those guest episodes are a lot of fun. So thank you all yeah. for joining us for those for those episodes. And thank you even more for wanting to come back and, and do it again. We really appreciate that very much. It's, very a, much. it's a big, big compliment that you want to spend your time. And where you know wherever you are in the world, uh, wake up early in the morning or halfway through the morning if you're Seth. <laughs> 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 to, to join us to talk about basically ourselves for an hour and a yeah. half. Uh, so thank you, everybody. All right. So after the last but not least, as far as the numbers go, is going to be our top three. or sorry, top five best performing episodes and our bottom five worst performing episodes. Okay. What do you think they are? What do you think the top five is?
1: I think Oregon Express is up there for some reason. Okay. Uh, I would say. Oh man, I don't even know. Uh, I say
0: I look. I know this like the back of my hand because I'm I'm looking at these numbers constantly. Uh, so like I just when you say one thing, I'm like I'm like oh, it's interesting. He thinks that uh, legally
1: blonde, maybe okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember all the movies we've done. Uh, Ice Age. We've done a lot. Yeah uh give it I don't know give it to me it
0: Okay to so me. you're you're very off Okay very off Okay uh Murders up there but definitely not top 5 so our top 5 are In Bruges with 37 it makes sense Uh the thing with 26 uh In Bruges featuring obviously Megan Branham uh it, the thing uh with 26 listens featuring Nate Stevenson thank you Nate uh Birdman with 26 a goofy movie with twenty two. I know Birdman was a surprise to me too. A goofy movie with twenty two, and Seth's birthday special with twenty one, rounding out the top wow, five. That's
1: weird. I can't <laughs> believe twenty one people have listened to that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, let's especially with all the especially here. with
1: all the sound problems. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh well, whatever. Uh, so so looking at this top five for me, the thing I notice is we have three of these which are special in some way in that. We have guests uh, on three of them and then two of them, one of them is one you picked and one of them is one I picked. Um, so for me, I think the guests one makes sense because our guests bring in extra audience members. Yeah. Um, A lot of the time. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, For me, the birthday special actually makes a lot of sense because I'm sure a lot of people who don't listen to every episode listen because it was your birthday special. So like, maybe her. your your parents or like fa- other family yeah. and things like that probably listened because it was your special episode, right? Yeah. Um so that's my theory. Um and you're right, we did have a lot of technical difficulties on that one just with uh Dane's device and things. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> but who cares? It was a fun episode. It was a it was a good episode to do. Good idea for Sarah to surprise yeah. you by watching your movie. And then the two outliers a Goofy movie and Birdman. Now, for Goofy movie, it makes sense to me because I picked that movie because I think that movie has a cult following and has become extremely popular since we were kids. Like in more recent years, it's become more and more popular. And so it was it was slow. It was a slow gainer. Like it started off not getting a lot of a yeah. lot of views, and then ha- over time, is one that people are, I think are discovering. It's like one that just keeps going up every time I – every time I check our view counters. It's one that just keeps – people keep going back to or, or d- picking to listen to, Yeah, yeah. um, so, which is really interesting. And then th- for me, the big outlier is Birdman. I don't know why.
1: It, I, th- I think because it's a movie that people remember mm-hmm. and it being very – Existential in nature, mm-hmm. I think they're intrigued as to what we have to say it's about. So that's it's a- like it's a popular movie that is kind of confusing mm-hmm. and heady. And so if it were me, I would click on it because, and also like if you're an artist, you know that like that's a very artist mm-hmm. movie, you know? That's true,
0: yeah. That's a, that's more of a I would say, I wouldn't say snobby is the right word, but like more of a film aficionado yeah type cinema. Film. yeah because i know my family watched birdman and they like nah, not it's, for us
1: it's high art um yeah. and that's
0: fair if it's not that's not your thing though
1: yeah yeah but i think a lot of like you know our friends would be interested in that
0: in and, that conversation yeah. that makes
1: sense and 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 that, and that, I, I especially like that episode because I think we are talking, we are really, really diving into what we're trying to talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or at least I am. Uh, mm-hmm. So, the exploration of like the human experience and what is actually going on in the universe. Mm-hmm. That that movie taps into that so that makes me happy that people it just makes me happy that people are listening to that episode because it's the trail I would like to continue down
0: Mm -hmm. you know I feel similarly about the Goofy Movie uh, uh, episode which we'll talk about in a little bit but those are our top five yeah In in Bruges, The Thing uh, Birdman, A Goofy Movie and Seth's Birthday Special Uh, so those are our top five let's go to our bottom
1: five what do you think Ooh, pain and Gain bottom five for sure. <laughs> Nobody's seen that movie. Uh, Big Chill, maybe. Uh, Georgia the Jungle. Um,
0: you're, you're in the right ballpark. You're in the right ballpark. Pain, pain and Gain is one. Pain and Gain is one of them. Uh, so our bottom five, as they are currently... Home Alone with six, Molly's wow. Game with six, Wakanda Forever with six, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with seven, and Pain and Gain with eight. Well, so most the first are thing, new. exactly, the first thing to look at here is that three of the four of those are are pretty new. Uh, however, I will say that some of our more recent ones uh, outperformed some of those. So, like both Black. Wakanda Forever and Molly's Game each have six, and those came out in in November. Uh, but the Santa Claus and Die Hard both have outperformed them. Uh, with Santa Claus with twelve, Die Hard with fourteen. Uh, who's so- listening to
1: these? So here's what here's this is what I I want to know who's listening to these because Sarah's not like she's she's way behind, and she's a, like a completionist. So like <laughs> she's like stuck at like like. A league of their own like she's oh my she gosh that's a while ago because she hasn't she hasn't watched a league she was out of town when i watched it so she's like uh, stuck so she can skip it and, and and i think she did i think she did and she's back on track like i know she just listened to babadook and some and and some gotcha. other but like i don't know who's listening like my parents are pretty i think my mom is a pretty regular listener mm-hmm but like, it, shout out
0: like, Dakin Dolins, uh, my sister's fiance. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, he's yeah.
0: a pretty, he's a, he's pretty caught up. I think he's listened to every episode. Or if not, maybe he's like an episode or two behind. He's to be fair to him, he's been planning, helping to plan a wedding, which I'll be heading to on Monday. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, I know listens to most episodes. I sometimes listen. Like sometimes I'll like. When I'm driving, I'll put on an episode just to make sure it sounds, sounds right because I can always like go back and like try and fix things if they sound wrong
1: yeah.
0: Um, or off or anything like that. I can always go in and, and fix the MP3 and like re-upload it and stuff like that. So, so sometimes I'll listen, but not to every episode. I don't know, man. We got 12 people out there Yeah, a so week.
1: We got some floaters. I just want to know who – I just want to know who – I wonder who it is, you know, if it's like –
0: you think yeah, it's like who, who random in my people? Life,
1: like who in my life that I don't talk to is listening to this podcast? That's strange. Welcome you know? to
0: being famous.
1: Well, we're not like <laughs> I mean, if we had like a thousand listeners or something like that, I would let it go. But if but like twelve, I'm like, okay, who is sitting in this audience? Like, it's just strange.
0: We're so, we're used to a small audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did we did improv in Chicago. We're yeah, used to small yeah. audiences. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are our our numbers here. Yeah, for Home Alone, we just released that one last week, and usually these these things like take usually a week for people to catch up to them, or so. So I think Home Alone's probably going to go up. I would assume. Um, Molly's game makes sense to me because it is one of those out of like left field a little bit. Uh, you know, kind of like a uh, one that got pushed out of the bottom five because of Home Alone was uh, uh, No Country for Old Men. Mm. So you know, like okay, like this one is is uh, a movie that not as many people care to watch, yeah. but is is a movie that's worth a watch if you if you give it a chance. Wakanda forever surprises me the most. Yeah, yeah, because that movie was very popular. You know, it made a lot of money. And it, it's a Marvel movie. Maybe people are marvelled out. I don't know, but I, th- I,
1: I think they probably are.
0: But Black Panther, the first one, has like ten or eleven listens right now.
1: Yeah, so I don't think know. many as many people saw the second Black Panther. It I didn't make think. as much money yeah. as the first
0: one, but but it it made money. Um, and then Plain Strains is is newer. You know, it's still one of those newer ones. Uh, and that's
1: one of those movies that I don't, like that's movies that's a movie that I think people tend to skip over. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a really good movie, but not everybody has seen Blank it's like not an, an esen- it's way. not an essential watch yeah yeah
0: It's great though i agree and then you're right pain and gain is one of those movies that like not a lot of people have seen or care to go see you yeah. know because it's michael bay but i i will say like i know like our special guest of the show one of our special guests of the show ria Tire, uh was like when I was telling her movies that we had done up to that point to see if she if she wanted to join us on the podcast, Pain and Gain was one. She was like, "Oh, I love, I love that movie." And so she like is like she that's one that she listened to to yeah. like see if she wanted to come on the show. So I know like people who have seen Pain and Gain, I think enjoy talking about <laughs> talking about it because it is bizarre.
1: It is a contradictory film. Yeah, it's a movie that like, we, and I think our conversation was good about it. I, I, I agree. Remember. It's actually
0: yeah. it's one of my favorite episodes that we've done because I think the conversation about it was really was really really good um which is a shame that not enough people are like want to go back and like check it out because it's it's actually really good uh, the movie itself is fine but I mean our conversation is good so like if yeah. you can push past you know whatever hang up watch the movie and then be able to listen to how we talk about it I think you would enjoy the conversation
1: um, yeah I think that's gonna be like a loyal fan yeah. Thing. Like, if, if we if we develop a following like that, I think that one will get boosted by people that go through and eventually listen to every episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to be one people pick out of the library, you know? Yeah,
0: I agree. And, and I think what I like about what we're doing is we have a mixture of that stuff. Like, like we're hitting big stuff, big mo- classic movies that everybody knows, Die Hards, The Matrix. You know, we're hitting those movies. But then we every so often we'll just toss in something that's like, "Hey, like I think this movie is worth talking about," and it's maybe a movie that people have forgotten about. So let's let talk about it anyway, because you know sometimes yeah. the smaller movies are add just a slightly different flavor to to a theme than maybe like your traditional uh, commercial movies do. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, so those are our numbers. Uh, a lot of things are just hanging out in the middle around the 10, 11, 12 mark. Um, but, you know, like I said, the numbers don't really matter to me all that much right now. Uh, I'm enjoying just doing the show. so. But if, like, we got a bigger artist, that would be amazing. But yeah. that's not what's important.
1: I, I agree. Uh, I mean, that's what's so beautiful about this show for us is, like, we can do this every week. We We, we literally – I mean, the original concept, I think, was Ricky and I were like, what can we do for all of eternity and never get tired of doing it and it was like mm. talk about movies oh yeah know? so so like
0: and talk I, about ourselves yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> so like so this was just like a way for us to hang out you know yeah. initially but i do think like what we are doing is really cool mm-hmm. and i would like to grow i would i think the audience i think this this show deserves an audience, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, that's clearly been my issue, uh, for my entire career. But, uh, you know, I think, I think it's worth looking into. Um, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll figure out, like I said, it's new year. It's going to be a new year. And so we're going to, we're going to find out what we can yeah. do. Um, but until then, Seth, as we wrap up this conversation and wrap up the year, Um, what are some of your favorite moments or like episodes that we've done this year? Like, if you can think of your favorite or maybe like a couple that you you really resonated with you.
1: Well, like getting to do, getting to do my, my movie was like a huge deal. I can't not acknowledge that. Uh, and just like how special it was to have everybody here and, and get to talk about it. That, you know, that was, that was up there for sure. Um, I, I really enjoyed like I, I you know, I really enjoyed the like conversations that, especially with guests that are could be dangerous in regular, uh not not, I would say they're not dangerous usually in my life, but like for most people, it might be scary to have some of these conversations with people. Um, and I think we really navigated them really well, you know. Uh, co- like very, very potentially controversial things being discussed. Um, anything from like sexual assault to racism to, you know, political alignment, like, like things. Uh, you know, we're talking about trauma most of the time, mm. and I'm I'm very very proud of the way that we are able to like. Create a safe space, but communicate open and honestly. And so, like, all those episodes where we dove in really to rough conversations. Like, I really think that that those are cool moments for us to have been able to create on the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I agree with you. I think there – I mean, I some of the episodes that come to mind with some of those things were, like, uh, in Bruges where we were talking a lot about, like, faith. Yeah. Um, and different people's beliefs on, on kind of on like heaven and hell and yeah. things like that, which was with Megan, which was really interesting. Um, we talked a lot about sexual, sexual politics with Ronnie and Legally yeah. Blonde, which obviously as two cisgendered men um, can be tricky for us. Um, uh, yeah. A hustler, you know, hustler. Yeah. Sexual politics in general. Yeah. Um, with like hustlers and uh, a league of their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of interesting conversations. I think, and I I genuinely hope that, like you said, we we've created a an environment where people can come on and feel comfortable to share what they want to share, but not feel like they're obligated to to hurt re reopen wounds unless yeah. unless they are comfortable in sharing that and think that can help other people in the world. Um, Oh, and de- like for for me, Swiss Army Man talking about depression yeah. and ice iso- being isolated, that was another big one. Um, so I totally agree with you. And hopefully we can do more of that. Um,
1: I mean, I for me also, just like watching both of us work through our own issues and like come to conclusions at the mm-hmm. end of an episode that maybe we hadn't thought of before or haven't been able to express. You know, I mean – it's hard because they all bleed together for me a little bit, you Mm -hmm. know? Uh, So it's hard to pick out exact moments, but I mean, just like for you, especially like hearing you talk and like, I think, I think one of the coolest like arcs is like you realizing like how much your childhood trauma has affected you now, Mm
0: -hmm. especially
1: like the dog stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's your story to tell, but just like, watching you work through that and like wanting to let go of it mm-hmm. has been really cool. I think
0: working on it. Yeah. I mean, it's working not, it is
1: a process, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not anything that you can just flip a switch and do, but mm. the first thing you have to do is take a look at the, look at it, you know? Mm. And I think that's what we're both doing here.
0: Yeah. Um Some of uh, my favorite episodes in particular, and I, I'll express why is, um, I think risky business was a was a good episode that I really enjoyed. Not only because I thought the conversation was really fun, but also I think that was the episode where I really, truly, probably first con- like cracked open and confronted like a an actual deep issue of mine. Mm. Uh, because that movie kind of directly challenges th- that aspect of myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And so that was one of the first times where I genuinely like was able to break through some kind of block that I had about myself. And I think after that, I kind of started to open up much more and like be a little bit more vulnerable and genuine um, throughout the show. um, After that, Uh, then the episode immediately following risky business is the one where is my favorite episode, which is a goofy movie because I felt that was the movie that in the episode where I, was most myself in that I think I was expressing myself as, as unfiltered and honestly as I've, I've, yeah. I've had on the show. It, I felt like the walls were down for that one. It was, it was, it felt very safe, that movie. And it's like your favorite movie. It is one of my favorite movies. And so I think, and then doing it right after risky business, I think just compounded to let me just like really like let things.
1: Well, and flow. Sarah and Sarah was here. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a, a hang you know yeah. it was like an old school hang
0: yeah and so i i love that episode Um, uh, and then for me coco is a holds a special place because i think it's one of the first times i've really gotten to express my feelings about my ethnicity a little bit more yeah um which is very very special part of myself that that again i think a lot of people will sometimes erase because of just the the way i look in particular um which makes it a sensitive topic for me, but also again, something I'm part of me that I'm very, very proud of and, and, um, and have a a lot of, a lot of love for. uh, I got to express a little bit more in that, in that movie, which I thought was really, really nice. So that, yeah, for that reason, that one has a special place for me. Otherwise, I mean, there was so many great conversations we have this year, but there are also some moments that I didn't like. And so I'll share some of my least favorite moments here. Um <laughs> the the Hollywood Boulevard debacle.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's fun to me that's funny. It is that, funny. That happened, it is funny. It's an unfortunate film.
0: <laughs> it is funny, but that movie's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Uh that's the only reason. It, 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 I think the situation is funny and so like it's fine but like I was like but that movie having to watch that movie and like back then I was watching the movies a couple of times through because that's when I was doing lots of notes
1: yeah,
0: uh, and like really making sure like I I, like solidify what I think the movie's about I watched that movie two two times almost two times not fully two it's just so bad I couldn't get through it a second time (laughs) so terrible so like for that reason alone I was like this sucks Uh, but the, but the, the episode's fine Uh, and it's funny uh the suspiria episode not because of anything content wise or the 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 movies because i like the movies very much the the headache of the editing yeah um we had a we had a big editing glitch of some kind um and certain audio tracks weren't complete so i had to so actually what happened was we we recorded the suspiria episode with dane and then had to have other episodes come out before it because i had to do so much yeah. in the editing process i had to cut huge parts of the conversation because we were you know people's audio was completely just not there yeah. uh so it, it was it a headache but the episode's fine and again the movies were good too and the conversation with dane was great it's just the the memory of the headache of, of editing that episode sucked um and then I would say uh, – I don't think there's any other one that – any other really bad memory that I that I have after that or like one that's like frustrating other than I didn't really enjoy Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I just don't like that as, movie. as
1: a movie, yeah.
0: Yeah. So like sometimes the movie itself, if I'm not hyped about the movie, it like makes like the – like looking back on like doing the episode just like a, you know, a little bit less than just because it's like, oh, I don't really like that movie. But the conversation I thought was fine. Um, I think also because I'm so anti me doing drugs I think that maybe that conversation wasn't as open open-minded as I, as, it, yeah. as I usually would be because i'm I, that is, I'm pretty adamant about about that for myself right uh what about you do you think there are any any moments or any episodes that you're like eh?
1: I mean i I agree like if you can't listen to the episode that kind of sucks uh in terms of like sound and things so mm-hmm. like Sarah mentioned the Suspiria thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going through the list right now, which I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier. <laughs> uh, I'm, so I'm going re, to readjust. So some of my favorite moments, Molly's Game, because I had a really great conversation with my dad because of the film and I got to watch it.
0: Oh, sweet. Oh, I love uh, hearing that.
1: Uh, the Exorcist is actually up there for me uh, for films because I think I, I was able to really communicate from a my own spiritual perspective effectively Mm -hmm. um but not in like a controversial way not in like a imposing way but like in a analytical Mm -hmm. faith-based way which was which i i don't know why but that's like for me this for like my, my journey on this show is about finding my own confidence in what i what i think and believe and like trusting my own thought processes you know mm-hmm. um not apologizing for the way my brain works has been exactly has been what i am trying to do and uh i love that and so so the, those are the moments where uh let's see here uh, i i enjoyed i really enjoyed doing forgetting sarah marshall
0: i did too uh, i don't know why that one's not doing as well because yeah. i
1: really like that conversation too uh greece is definitely up there.
0: For our moms.
1: Yeah, for for our moms. Uh There's the Baba Duck. No comment. Uh Why? <laughs> <laughs> that one's a scary episode.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I was saying, a great conversation episode. though with yeah, Ria yeah, with Ria. Yeah. Uh
1: let's see here. Uh Birdman Birdman's up there. Uh In Bruges is up there definitely. Um, Hustlers, I think we were insecure. Obviously. So, yeah, we were very But insecure. I think it was,
0: I, th- I like that episode because I think it was good that we were insecure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's us attacking something about what that movie is about, you know, us yeah. confronting it and being like, okay, we know this is uncomfortable, but like we should, we should, we should talk about it. You yeah. know, we got called out for being a little bit. Overly. Overly so, uh, yeah, overly, yeah, yeah. yeah. well Aware. we got what's so funny is we first we got called out for not having enough female representation as far as like the content yeah of the movies that we were doing. We got called out for that, so we made an effort to like be a little bit more open to that stuff, and then we got called out for being overly overly yeah. sensitive yeah. to to a topic <laughs> to that same topic. so like you know, you can't win every time,
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of like my. My rundown.
0: Of what about least favorite?
1: Uh, least favorite.
0: And least favorite doesn't have to mean didn't like. It's just the the lowest of what you liked. Least
1: uh, favorite. I found Ice Age really boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I really really enjoyed Scream though. Even though it's like before we figured things out, like mm-hmm. I enjoyed Scream. Yeah, that's what made me honestly. If we hadn't done Scream, maybe we would not have found our way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because Green Green does relate to us. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I think Lord of the Rings was kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. George of the Jungle is really hard to... It was hard. That was, I think,
0: one of the ones that we were like, what more do we talk about with this movie? Yeah, (laughs) It's also one of our shortest.
1: Yeah. Uh... The fact that hustlers that we mentioned, um, I didn't really like Legally Blonde, personally. <gasps> Ronnie's gonna kill you. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I think that's my that's my list there. Fair enough, good good stuff, good stuff. All right, Seth. So
0: as we are are wrapping up our episode, there's something I want to share with you. Um. I did some work and I'm going to send you something. Okay. And I'm going to see what you think about it. So I just sent you a, a picture in our text chain. You let me know when you got it. Cool. Nice, bro. Yeah, we're going to be unveiling a new logo, a new, in the logo? new year. A new logo. I love I, uh, it. Yeah, I thought it, – it, we, we've been talking about this for a while, about how our logo is pretty generic um, and, and you know just doesn't really capture much of our vibe of our show very much. Um, so I did a little work and I made something maybe just a little bit more re- reflective of what the show is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, this is just me like doing my own like little like editing and like Photoshop, basically. Uh, it's not amazing, but I think it's I think it's a it's a step forward. It's definitely like, like in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, one well, maybe if our audience gets bigger, maybe we can commission a, a, some better uh, graphic artists out there. Uh, but I might know now, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for now, uh, check keep an eye out for our new logo as well. It's gonna be coming uh and uh seth just let's uh wrap up uh just you know reflecting on the year and uh looking forward to next year what do you think
1: yeah man i'm stoked let's let's uh trudge further into the unknown exactly into the unknown no I'm just kidding
0: uh, uh, but I agree. I think this so. We're year, doing Frozen Two next week. Yes, we're, do, we're doing Frozen Two. That's uh, that's the that's the movie <laughs> I'm picking. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, we'll be back in the new year. Uh, which trying to do every week, you know. I think I I'm a kind of a kind of like Sarah in a lot of ways. I'm kind of a perfectionist. I don't like. I don't like missing, but you know what? I think I'm gonna have to again self analyze myself here. I think I'm going to be okay if we miss an episode or two. Just because I know that put a lot of stress on us. Yeah. Last year, like certain <laughs> vacations and trips that we're like, wow, we like really were like probably putting more anxiety on it than we needed to. Yeah. like, you know what? Here and there, if we miss an episode, no big deal. It's not yeah. a big deal. Um, we'll, you know. I think it'll be fine. Uh, so, you know, but if we can be as consistent as possible, we're absolutely going to, but if we miss whatever. Um, so please keep an eye out and please keep following us. And, and again, um, something that I want to really foster this next year is, is people that are listening out there are 12 listeners or whoever you are. Please get involved with us, you know, like talk to us, like, you know, um, Tell us what you think of these episodes, leave reviews on Apple music and, uh, and things like that. So that way, or Apple podcasts that, that way we, we know what you all want and, and, you know, we would love to hear from you because yeah. Or maybe we don't come know, on the show, you know? Yeah. We don't know who we're talking to right now. Uh, but, uh, we want to hear from you and we want to hear what you think and how you feel. So please reach out. Um, and we're going to have a good year. So thank you all very, very much. Seth. Let's talk about what's next. What's going to be our first film of the new year?
1: I think we need a palate cleanser. Yes. Uh, Because we just did this Jingle Bell Watch. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to bring something fun in, something uh, that's, you know, totally different uh, from what we've been doing. So we're going to go with the classic... Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl.
0: Ooh, I love this movie. I love this it's movie. It's a great movie. I love this movie. A great so. Movie. If you all are watching along with us and you're going to watch Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, that's the 2003 one. I know there's a lot of Pirates movies, so if you're like, which one is that? It's the first one. The original. 2003. The only one. The only one. (laughs) If you want to watch along, you can uh, watch uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl with a Disney Plus subscription on Disney Plus. Or you can rent it on YouTube, Google Play Movies, Apple TV, Redbox, Vudu, and Amazon Prime. So please watch along with us and we will see you next time.
1: Bye. Adios.